and welcome back to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Belle. I'm Miley. And today we're going to be talking about Chimney Rock in Not North gonna Carolina. Lie. I'm a little confused. I don't really know what this episode has in store. Never heard of it. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm Me ready. You actually would have passed by Chimney Rock on our way to Asheville a couple months ago. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have seen it if we would have known what to been looking for. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Um, really missed out. So I'm going to start this episode off by saying this is not a haunted location. Ghosts are not included in this episode at all. And what happened at Chimney Rock is some of the strangest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, boy. I'm really looking forward to this now. Literally my I'm entire I'm intrigued. Life. Located 20 miles, 25 miles southeast of Asheville. North Carolina, of course, is Chimney Rock State Park. From all the pictures that I've seen, it's honestly really, really beautiful there. Well, it looks like we'll just have to go to Asheville again. Like, literally, I really think that's a place we should go visit. And if we can go get tacos again from White Duck Taco, I'm totally here for that, too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's, I always just know that it's going to be good when you make that sound and we make eye contact. <laughs> So I'll be talking about one area in particular in the park, which is Chimney Rock itself. And it basically is a big, it's a big rock that looks like a chimney and sticks out from the other rocks. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I'll post a picture on it. Somebody was very creative when naming that. So creative. So (laughs) creative. So finding reports of this incident were pretty hard, but once I I really had to dig for this one, Um, but one website that really helped me out was northcarolinaghost.com so go check them out because they really they had a lot of reports and places where i could find other reports too we love a good so big informative website yeah for real um and then i also found a news report from the time oh In, wow it was the raleigh register and state gazette and it was from 1806 wow yeah okay again a lot of digging for this one. <laughs> yeah. So as I said, all this begins in 1806 on July 31st, which is Harry Potter's birthday. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, the Reeves family lived in Buncombe County near Chimney Rock. Now, while I didn't find the same spelling of Reeves, um, I did find a website that had similar spelling of a man that was named James Reeves who lived around the chimney rock at the time and he was one of the original families of the area patsy reeves who i will mention a little later um is a widow so that could be another reason why another reason why i couldn't find their family Um, like the exact name of the family because you know widows were kind of like complicated yeah it it made it (laughs) a little harder to do research on widows and stuff okay well, when Elizabeth Reeves, who was eight at the time, daughter of Patsy Reeves, um, informed her 11-year-old brother, brother Morgan that she had seen a man on top of Chimney Rock, her brother didn't believe her. Because naturally so, this is before the stairs were built to get to the top. Rock climbing really wasn't a thing. Oh. Um, yeah. There is stairs now that can get you to the top of Chimney Rock as well as an elevator. Uh- wow (laughs) yes an elevator an elevator uh so elizabeth did eventually convince her brother to come outside and that is when he saw 
the first of our strange stories. I'm scared. There was not just one man on top of Chimney Rock, but thousands of people flying around Chimney Rock. What? From a wide range of ages. We're talking like from infants to adults, clothed in white, all human looking. I have chills. <laughs> I honestly have chills. I'm not sure all of these cases, they've never really done anything to me. I don't know what it is about this. I'm legitimately, <laughs> I don't like it already. I'm scared. I think for once in my life, I might actually be afraid. <laughs> they were far away, so the features were not clear, but they were human-like. Did they um, have wings? Yeah. So you could see the wings. Then as far around. as I can tell, yeah, they were they were flying cool. around. Um, mm-hmm. So they're like clear details weren't seen because they were so far away but things like age and gender mainly they were just telling by size yeah kind of looked like a man it kind of looked like a woman right um elizabeth and morgan were not the only ones to see the strange phenomenon either their mother patsy and their four-year-old little sister i think her name was polly i didn't include that in this but i'm pretty sure her name was polly um, and a Mr. Robert Searcy, as well as an African-American woman whose name was not included in the paper, which is very rude. Yeah, it is. Uh, here's a direct quote from um, the newspaper and the North Carolina Ghost.com explaining the events. The crowd of beings rose to the top of Chimney Rock. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't. <laughs> I. Nope. And all but a few were gathered there. Three members of the crowd rose up above the others, <gasps> hovered there, and then led the rest of them no. up into the air to disappear. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I do not like it. So that was a quote from the website because the quotes from the newspaper were in Old English. Mm-hmm. Very hard to understand. Mm-hmm. But I will include the link on our Instagram and in the description of this podcast so that you can read the entire report from 1806. This is only the first this report or like the first sighting. There's three more. I'm scared. But it's different stuff that comes up too. I don't, I don't know which is worse. This oh. happening multiple times or there being... The next one, you're not going to like it. No. So this encounter was also written about in Edward Augustus Kendall's book, Travel Through the Northern Part of the United States in years 1807 and 1808. That was the name of the book. (laughs) What is up with all these little, like these random little books with these very long and descriptive names? Yeah. I don't understand. I tried to find an online version of that book and could not find anything that talked about this incident it was mainly just like way northern stuff yeah but that's not where the weird stuff ends in 1811 it was an incredibly active year for chimney rock Mm -mm. i don't want it to be instead of one bizarre incident this event spanned over multiple days Mm, it began one summer evening when multiple people in different locations saw two opposing phantom armies riding winged horses circling each other in the sky above Chimney Rock. What? I once again have chills. I don't... I... I don't know what it is about this. You know, uh, ghosts, 
murders, all the weird things we have discussed on this podcast. And this is really getting to me. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to mess with this. I don't know what it is, but I don't want anything to do with it. Like I said, this was not a one-time thing. This went on for days. That multiple people saw these phantoms. Yeah. Um, Until one evening around sunset, the two armies finally fought above Chimney Rock. What? They were armed with swords, and the witnesses said they could hear distant sounds of clashing metal, flashes of swords hitting, groans from those who were wounded and shouts of victory the battle lasted roughly 10 minutes and at the end the defeated army retreated and the victorious army disappeared into the dusk what so okay so this spanned over multiple days yeah did okay this was in okay so i wonder if these people just like, I wonder if they just accepted it. If they were like, well, I guess this is just normal now. And they would just get up and like, you know, it was it was kind of like their family movie night. Well, yeah, basically. They just like sat outside and and watched the show, I guess. It, it, it was, <sighs> yeah, it was a, I mean, like this event was seen by so many people that the news was forced to talk about it. And like a, newspapers were forced to talk about them, it circling each other right like these yeah, two armies so it was uh, a lot of people have compared it and i'll talk about this in a minute to like a battle like a battlefield in the sky on the- these flying horses i don't i don't i don't like it the I fact that this like is it. the one thing that's getting to you out of everything that we've talked about. i don't know what it is i really do not i just mm-mm and i wonder you know once again i just wonder if they kind of accepted it for these few days but then imagine the moment where they actually started fighting imagine how horrifying that would be you're like okay are they gonna come for us next what's stopping them these little phantoms on horses that are flying in the sky I don't understand. So officials were forced to get involved. Um, Two army generals, uh, General Miller and General Walton, secured affidavits and a public meeting with the witnesses were held in a nearby town of Rutherford, Rutherfordton. Uh, Naturally, they tried to figure out what the phenomenon was. Some guessed it was a vision of an encounter between the British and the Continental Armies during the Revolutionary War, which took place not long before these events happen i like that i like that explanation Um, a lot that is only that's the only theory i could find but i guarantee you that there was other people who were guessing what sort of crazy things were happening yeah like i'm about to do oh boy my theories well the war of 1812 happened a year after this so i thought maybe they could be seeing something that was to come Mm. kind of like a premonition yeah also And this is going to sound crazy. Please proceed. Have you ever heard of the wild hunt? No. It is a myth that is pretty active in like a couple different, like a Greek myth. There's a couple different things that it's like latched onto. But the wild hunt isn't exactly like this. The wild hunt is... It's like 
an army who steals people. Yeah, that's a loose uh, translation of the wild hunt. Okay. But this is what this made me think of was the wild hunt because they're mentioned as being phantoms. The wild hunt is and just stuff like that. And with the flying horses mm-hmm. and it really that's what it made me think. I mean, of. from your description, it sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. And it low-key made me think of like Greek mythology because, you know. Yeah, it made me think of that Pegasus, as well. flying right. horses, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but genuinely, like in terms of like legitimate theories, the only thing I can think of is that this could have been a premonition of what's to come in 1812. Yeah. But the war of 1812 was a, a huge, huge war. But I mean, it was still a big war that like rocked. Right. Yeah. Like our nation's I capital. I don't know. I don't feel like there's anything that really Like makes a logical sense explanation? In this situation, no. which probably is what freaks me out the most. Like. Out of everything, I feel like there's some kind of... And I mean, this is recorded in history that people, multiple people saw this. I feel like every other case, there's at least like a little tiny bit of logic that can go into almost everything that we talk about. But this, I don't understand. I'm a very logical human being and I don't like it. I don't like this at all. Well, we're not done. Of course we're not. Why would we be? Today's just full of stuff we've never talked about on the podcast before. Yeah. Because now we're talking about a possible fairy sighting at Chimney Rock. (laughs) No. Yeah. (laughs) But honestly, the way they explain these fairies, it sounds like a, it sounds very similar to the very first sighting from Chimney Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the one that gave me chills. Yeah. I read a lot of fairy books. (laughs) I mean, if you know, you know. Fun fact. (laughs) I am a connoisseur. Uh, So when I saw this, I kind of laughed, but this is a very different type of fairies than what I'm reading. Oh, boy. In 1891, some children showed up at the door of a local professor begging him to come see people floating around the side of the mountain. He brushed them off and shut the door thinking it was like a prank or something. Yeah. But then another knock comes and it's an older woman from the nearby town. She is claiming to see the same thing as the children, calling them ghosties. Okay. I like the term. I think I should start using it. Yes. Good old ghosties. But also, floating people. Mm -hmm. Scary. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, He followed the woman to the side of the mountain, ready to, like, disprove her claims, only to be shocked by dozens of bright beings flying around the side of the mountain. A lot like the very first sighting, these beings were bright and wearing all white gowns. They looked like humans, but were flying. Once again, they were all different genders and ages. And then after word got out, more townspeople went to see the fairies, as some called them. Later on, some claimed they were angels, but only those who were there on that day in 1891 know the truth. Yeah, see, when you talk about them being in all white, that's what I thought of, were angels. Mm-hmm. But then the battle. That what? one. Yeah, I have no I idea. I mean, there was, there's. Oh, I mean, obviously, there was like war in heaven. I mean, there's war in heaven from what I've read. I mean, Satan got kicked out. Yeah. That was a whole thing. You're, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> he did, it's in fact. a pretty big part of the Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so there was also many Cherokee legends talking about 
fairies and little people that live around Chimney Rock. Oh, so this has been like not just since white people came and invaded their lands. <laughs> <laughs> this has been going on for a while. Yeah. Um. So much of it is word of mouth. Which always makes folklore and stuff like that a little harder to track down and cha- yeah. like Indian, like Native American legends to track down. Um, mm-hmm. But there are stories of fairies helping Cherokees hunt, oh. uh, but also them being mischievous. Oh, <laughs> like that's fun. Tripping the hunters and stuff <laughs> I'm like sorry, that. sorry, that's hilarious. Um, I love that. They had the belief that fairies were nature spirits who guarded the wildlife living in the mountains and the mountains themselves. Um, maybe one day we'll do an episode about like fae, like fairies in Appalachia, because as I looked into it, there's a lot of other legends around fairies in Appalachia and stuff like that. What? Yeah. I've never, I honestly just kind of thought that fairies were like a little made up, made up thing that somebody or multiple people came up with at one time. I didn't know that there were supposed sightings of them. Yeah, they're apparently real. I mean, not the kind that I'm reading about, which are like humans that just have pointy ears. (laughs) And And wings, I'm assuming. Not all of them have wings. What? I thought that was like a a major Um, characteristic. So there's different species of fae. Okay, wait. My in, in nerd the, is about to show. In your core. books or Both in real in life? In my books and real life. There's like oh. nymphs yeah. who are considered fae as well. Um, and they are like a different kind of breed. Like, um, again, in Greek mythology, uh, a lot of them had nymphs. Like Hades fell in love with a nymph in Greek oh. mythology. Okay. And then turned her into a tree. Oh, um, of course. Dementor. I feel like I'm pronouncing the goddess of harvest. She had nymphs who oh. like did stuff for her. Uh, but that was a, t- that was a type of fae. And then there's the ones with like the wings and the, and that stuff. All of the, the common theme that I've noticed, they all have pointy ears. <laughs> mm, okay. So that's like the only, but there's uh, different ones too. There's like, yeah, like water fairies, like stuff like that. Wow, I've learned a lot. As Honestly, I I know more about fairies now than what I ever thought that I would. I know a lot about fake fairies. <laughs> um, the Cruel Prince, great book about mean fairies. That's another commonality. Fairies aren't nice. Oh, normally they're mean and they kidnap humans. I know only one fairy. And that is Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the fairy godmother. Oh. Uh, She's a fairy. Yeah, I guess so. She doesn't have 20 years, does she? So would she actually be a fairy? I have no idea. Uh, Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather from... um, See, I thought about them. Didn't even know their names. Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. That's their names. From Sleeping Beauty. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Technically, Maleficent was a fae. Oh. I've she watched. got her wings chopped off. Oh. Spoiler alert to the movie. I love how you Melissa say spoiler said. alert after you spoil things. Because we're wanting to watch that movie because I just ruined like her whole like evil villain etymology. I've watched parts of that movie while I babysat. It was mostly for me to watch. Yeah, that's for... kind of scary. How old was this child? I mean... 
young, but she wanted to watch. I mean, she wanted to watch. I didn't just oh, turn okay. it on. You weren't like, hey, we're going to watch this movie that I like. Yeah, no. Not like me when I made my kids watch <laughs> Knives Out and then my child decided to quote Chris Evans for a while there. That was a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, she wanted to watch it and I didn't know. I mean, I, I didn't really know. So I was like, yeah, okay. I did turn on an episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Evie was very invested. Oh. I don't know. Right, raising him upright. It made me a little scared how invested <laughs> she was, honestly. Is there a lot of fight scenes in the episode oh, that I watched? Yeah, good old And Evie. the Winter Soldier had like a knife and I was like, please. I probably should have grabbed her afterwards and be like, hello. Please do not try any of this on your sister. <laughs> yeah, really. Or your cousins. <laughs> your uncles. Eh, good for it. <laughs> Uncle Neck deserves it. Okay, we have one more story. There's another one? Yeah, but it's not that bad. Okay. Uh, there have also been many UFO sightings around Whoa, Chimney Rock. Are you kidding me? Aliens. Aliens! My favorite. But the only ones I could find were all reported by the same site. And that is one thing about Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. If it's only reported by one site, we're a little iffy. Oh, yeah. For sure. To talk about it on here. Just because we need more. We need more to back it up. Oh, yeah. Um, but allegedly one happened in 1993 and the UFO was chased by a military helicopter. Oh. Yes. The other sighting happened on November 9th, 2020. What? Someone was driving and saw, and I quote, a very large capsule cigar shaped crater, crafter, sorry, floating just below cloud line. I watched <sighs> a video and it looked kind of like a blimp honestly oh um if you'd like to do some of your own digging or see the video for yourselves just look up chimney rock nc north carolina uh ufo and you'll be able to see the video will pop up and everything like that i have very mixed feelings uh do i actually want to go somewhere that i may be afraid e yeah possibly. out of all of the stories which one freaked you out the most i'm curious I didn't uh, think that this would have this kind of effect on you. <laughs> Me either. I was not expecting this at all. Probably. I don't. I would say, I guess, the the first one. Um, only because it caught me so off guard. And I just still, I just still imagine uh, children, teenagers, adults. Infants. Like, yeah. Some of them were infants. Yeah, exactly. And them just fl floating above this. It says that it happened for like an hour. Like they yeah, sat and watched them for like time. an hour, that's an a hour long and a half. Time. And then three of them started rising above the rest and then led them away. Yeah, I guess I'd go with that one. I don't like any of them, but the one, that one probably that got one me the most. That one me out, but the one that really like made me question what the heck is going on was the battle. Yeah. Some people believe, and I'm about to dive into what theories are about what Chimney Rock is. Some of the people believe that it is a, I want to put this out there before I begin saying these theories. I don't know if I believe any of these theories. I'm not crazy. But here are the theories. <laughs> I'm not saying they're true or that they're false. I'm just saying that they exist. Okay. Yeah. Some people believe that Chimney Rock is a place that is divided in time. 
like that it exists in different time parallels. Ooh, wow. And so that is what they think that's happening here. This stuff is happening, but it's happening in a different time. Wow. Okay. Kind of like projecting time travel. All right. Some people believe that it's a thin place. Don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Mm -hmm. A thin place is just a place where like the realm between life and death or like the spirit realm and and the current realm are kind of exactly that thin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it's easier for things to pass through. Okay. Like go back and forth. Some people Mm -hmm. believe that that's what Chimney Rock is. And then some people believe that it is just this like untold phenomenon that hap- that is just that it just occurs in different places like they say that bobby mackey's is a portal to hell mm-hmm. this is almost like a portal to to heaven or a portal to like another like realm okay yeah i mean those theories are all interesting i don't know what i believe i don't even want to the time travel one freaked me out time travel just freaks me out <laughs> really Yes. Mm. I, uh, as a white female, it would be easier for me to time, well, somewhat easy for me to time travel. I wouldn't really have to face a lot of backlash. Oh, yeah. Um, For African Americans, it's a lot harder. For black people, I mean, yeah, time travel is not something that they're really gung-ho about. Same for women in general. We've been pretty disrespected throughout history. <laughs> yeah. uh, white men probably would love to time travel. <laughs> Their life would be very easy. Okay, so so you just are afraid to go back in time. The idea, I don't want to go forward in time because it's too unpredictable. The idea yeah. of going back in time uh, seems appealing, but there was a lot of diseases back then yeah. that uh, we kind of eradicated through time that I don't want to experience because I'm not like, there's not antibiotics for them now because <laughs> they were gone. And that's really what I think about when it all boils down to, is there an antibiotic for a disease that I could get? <laughs> also, am I going to get kidnapped and forced to marry someone? That's another thing that I think about. Those are two also, very... Also, will people think I'm a witch? My <laughs> hair is bleach blonde. Yeah. Um, And while, yes, some people have bleach blonde hair, I don't know if you guys have seen my hair, if you follow us on Instagram, I literally have, like, almost white hair. Yeah, it's true. It is a odd and sometimes, for some people, very uncomfortable color. <laughs> um, old people especially really hate my hair. <laughs> Because it's like a grayish tone to it. Yeah. And so I, I don't think that people back in time are going to like my hair very much either. Yeah. Maybe not. And have you met me? I'm very, just my personality is not meant for time travel. <laughs> people are going to think I'm a witch or an oracle. What would you wear to time travel? Well, it depends on where I went. Would you know where you were going? Um, If I was purposefully time traveling... I would probably want to go, Jesus, I don't know, probably during like 
the Grecian times. Mm. Maybe I could find me a nice prince to marry. Oh, yes. Uh, I could sense. wear the lovely little like toga type mm-hmm. outfits that they wear. Yep. Have a nice little crown. That would be nice. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Um, If I didn't know where I was going and I was time traveling, I'd probably just wear a dress. Yeah, that seems pretty Best safe. Best option. Women in pants weren't really a yeah, thing that's a until dangerous. not too long ago. So. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Where would you go if you could time travel? Um, I can't even think of a. I can't even think of a time that I would want to go back to. I guess it kind of freaks me out too, because I would be afraid that I would change something. Oh and then god, like, that too. Yeah, that's what I always think about whenever. Uh, it's the butterfly effect, right? Oh Jesus! I'm I always hated terrified. That movie. I haven't watched that movie. Big Don't. surprise. Don't. But. That's one thing that I'm envious that you have never seen. That movie scarred me for life. Really? Yes. That almost makes me want to watch it. Should I really not? You might. You're not going to like it. Oh, okay. Then it's interesting, but it's dark. It's a oh. dark movie. And Ashton Kutcher's in it, which I thought was weird oh. casting. <laughs> that was weird. I can't even. I, I really don't even know. I'm at a loss I didn't here. even think about the butterfly effect. That's what I, what the, that's the only thing I think about when I think about time I would, travel. I think about getting kidnapped and forced to marry someone ugly. We have such different brains. We really do. You're like, I, I could affect history, and I'm like, I could marry someone ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but it's like, I could ruin everyone's life. I'm like, I could ruin my life. <laughs> I could have ugly children. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was the Tales of Chimney Rock. If you have any stories from Chimney Rock, because um, I know we have some North Carolina listeners, and I know that Asheville's not super, super far from South Carolina, so if you've been up there, uh, let us know. Um, email yeah, us at AppalachianMM at Gmail. We would love to hear your stories. We would I love don't to know. hear Maybe stories Del that you've would. been told. <laughs> Miley not. I would love to hear your stories. Miley will avoid that email like the plague. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Because like I said, there really isn't anything that ever freaks me out. Like scary movies, I'll watch them all. All these cases don't bother me. This freaked me out. Uh, Understandably so. But share them anyway. Um, I'll probably just scare myself reading them. (laughs) You can also DM us on Instagram uh, at AMMPod. Twitter at AMMPod1. TikTok. We might make one one day at AM and Pod as well. Uh, Facebook, Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. And make sure to rate and review us on whatever podcast platform you're listening. Yep. Well, bye, guys. Bye.